goes into that drugstore. He's stepping on the scale. Weight, 139,000. Yeah, right, Danger. Uh, Who is it? The Batman. <laughs> the fat man in Murder Rides a Wheelchair. Late in the afternoon when this fellow Van Horn called me. He gave an address out in one of the better residential districts and I told him I'd drive out that night to see him. An old guy with eyes like sleepy fish answered the door and told me Mr. Van Horn was waiting for me in the solarium. The house was strangely quiet. And I got the idea that it was too big for the number of people living there. The solarium turned out to be a big glassed-in porch at the back of the house. Meyer and Van Horn were sitting in a wheelchair looking up in the general direction of the moon. He was, I think, the thinnest man I've ever seen. His bony old hands looked like claws, and his cadaverous face was almost a death's there was a nervous intensity about him that told me a vital fire still burned in that wasted, decaying body. Come in. Sit down, Mr. Runyon. Thanks. It'll be all, Arnold. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, by the way, Arnold. Uh, yes, sir. You can leave the door open. There won't be any need for you to listen. Yes, sir. <laughs> Good, Arnold. He does so like to know everything that happens in this house. Well, go ahead, Mr. Runyon. Ask it. Say it. What? What you're thinking, what everybody thinks, that I'm hideous to look at, that I'm sick, crippled, and dying. But I won't die, do you understand? I won't, unless somebody murders me. Is that why you called me out here? Because you're afraid somebody is going to murder you? No. Why did you call me? My daughter, Laura, is being blackmailed. What have they got in Gambling debts, I owe you. Are they on the level? Hmm? What do you mean? The debts. Did she really lose the money, or is it a frame-up? No, it is not a frame-up. She undoubtedly lost the money. She was drinking heavily in the places in a tourist gambling house. She had ruined her reputation. It became public that she'd been there. What's the name of this place? It's called the Little Casino. A man named Luke Estep owns it. Ever heard of him? Uh-huh. He's a bad boy. How did your daughter get mixed up with him? It's quite simple, Mr. Rennie. She's a Van Horn. What's that supposed to mean? I'll tell you what it means. The family's always been rich respectable as far as the outside world knew, but always underneath in the dark closets of the past there have been stories of blackmail and violence. I see. Do you? <laughs> it wasn't always a shrunken mummy chained to a wheelchair. For two years I've not left this chair except to be lifted into bed at night. My home is now confined to the first floor of this house. It's a curse, I tell you. But I'm determined to save Laura, if possible. What do you want me to do? Well, we want you to talk to this fellow Estep. Threaten to expose Laura, ruin her if the debt isn't paid. How much money is it? Fifteen thousand dollars. There isn't much you can do but pay if the IOUs are on the level. I expect to pay. But there's to be a stipulation. 
In return, I want to sign the statement for Miss Tip saying that he'll never again allow my daughter to enter his gambling place. And you don't think he'll want to sign such a paper? I doubt it. So that's where you come in. Get this paper from him and your fee will be a thousand dollars. Okay, Van Horn. And now let's shake out the rest of the dirty linen. What else has Estep got on your daughter? I... I don't know, Runyon. I honestly don't know. But you suspect he's got something besides IOUs? Yes. I... I thought perhaps you could find that out. I'll find out. I don't like blackmailers. Neither do I. You'll hear from me in a day or so. All right. Oh, just a second. I'll ring for Arnold to show you out. Uh, never mind. I can find my way around. It's getting cool in here, Van Horn. Maybe I'd better shut this door now. Yes. Yes, please do. Good night. Good night. You can come out from behind that curtain now, Laura. You do know your way around, don't you, Mr. Runyon? Yeah. Do you? What do you think? Give it. There's a curse in your family. It certainly laid off the outer appearance. <laughs> Would you do me a favor? What? Give me a lift into the city. Isn't it a little late to be going out? I like late hours, Mr. Runyon. What else do you like beside late hours and gambling? <laughs> Maybe I like you. Just a second, buddy. Nobody goes in here without a card. A card? Yeah. You heard me. Let me have it. Okay. Here. Uh, 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 Why, you... I'm sorry, son, but... Uh, well, well. If it isn't Wild Bill Hickok, two guns and all. Let me up, you... Sure, sure. But I think I'll hold on to these guns. What's the idea? Give me my rod. Uh-huh. You're too young to play with toys like these. Okay, wise guy. I ain't forgetting this. This will put you in solid with your boss. Where is he, by the way? Who? Estep. Come on, take me into it. Take your hands off I me. I said take me in. Then you can tell him the fat man is here. The fat man? That's right. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure, I'll tell Luke you here. He doesn't like coppers. I am not a cop. And I don't like blackmailers, so we ought to have fun. Now get going. Sure, sure. Just follow me. Where's the boss, fat man? I'll tell Luke you're here. He's gonna like this. So am I. Again. I thought you didn't approve of late hours. That makes four things you like. Really? What's number four? Lying. I thought you had a date in time. <laughs> I have a date, all right. With these. Die, son. Yeah. How are they treating you tonight? Oh, lousy. Buy me a drink, will you, handsome? Sure. Give the lady a drink. Come on, flat foot. Hey, you haven't paid for this break. Charge it to us, He's throwing this party tonight. You don't know how right you are, mister. In here. Here he is, Luke. Okay. 
Tony, beat it. Wait, what about my... I said beat it. Okay. Nice office you've got here, Esther. You must be doing all right. Oh, I get along. Oh, by the way, these guns belong to the kid. You better teach him how to use them before you give them back. He knows how to use them. And I'm afraid you'll find it out. That wasn't very smart from you. Listen, Esther. I don't like gunmen. Keep him out of my way, do you understand, or I'll kill him. You're a little high-handed in your likes and dislikes, aren't you? Yeah. And I don't like blackmailers either. If that's all you came here to say, you can get out. I'll get out when I'm good and ready. You're running a crypt joint here. I don't know how you're getting away with it, who you're paying off to, and I don't care. But you're going to stop putting the squeeze on Laura Van Horn. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. The old man hired you? What do you think? <laughs> so the old boy sent you here. This is really funny. Yeah, very. Are you ready to talk business, Esther? <laughs> sure, sure. I'm always ready to talk. What have you got in the girl? Got on her? I've got nothing on her. Except that she likes to gamble. And she does win. She owes me $15,000. I want my money. That's all you want? Of course. Okay. You'll get your dough. I'll bring you a check tomorrow evening. I want the IOUs and the papers stating that you have no hold on Laura. And also stating that you will never again allow her in this place. You want a lot, don't you? Uh-huh. I'm going to get it all, too. You can have the IOUs, but no paper. She's a grown woman. She can do as she likes. Van Horn may call your bluff, Esther. A scandal is one thing. Father's love for his daughter is another. He'll pay this time. Next time he won't. Next time he'll call the cops. <laughs> Grow up, Runyon. Grow up. Somebody's been handing you a line. Van Horn will never call the police with a girl is involved. Why not? Because Laura isn't stuck. <laughs> Why didn't you tell me the truth about Laura Van Horn? Because for 25 years I've guarded that secret with my life. You think I'd be fool enough to trust it to you? Oh, no, one. I was sure nobody knew until... Until this business with Estep came up. Yes. I suspected then that he knew my secret and meant to blackmail me on that score as well as the gambling debts. And Laura has no idea that she isn't your daughter? Naturally not. And she must never, never learn the truth. It happened in Munsterberg when she was less than a year old. Munsterberg? Oh, you wouldn't know the name. It's a remote little mining village in the diamond country of South Africa. We were after diamonds, Mr. Runyon, and we'd found them. What do you mean, we? Laura's father. He was my best friend and partner. He came to Africa. We both came from Holland together. He brought his young wife and the baby Laura with him. Mind you, Runyon, I'm telling you this in the strictest confidence. I understand. Tell me what happened in Munsterberg. It's as vivid in my memory as if it had happened yesterday. Fire, the screaming natives in Vernier in a drunken rage. Who is Vernier? Stefan Vernier, Laura's father. Oh, the night I'm speaking of, he got drunk and ran amok among the native workers. At last they turned on him and killed both him and his wife. The baby and I would have been next, but I managed to escape with her. And I swore that night that she'd never, ever know the truth, that I would raise her as my daughter. So that's the story. Yes, that's the story. 
Now you see why she must not learn the truth. Have you any idea how her step learned this? No, but I know Laura found it out. If he told her, it would be a terrible shock to her. She suddenly learns that she is not my daughter, I'm afraid. What, Van Horn? I'm afraid she'll kill the man who tells her the truth. That's right. My name is Carl, Tom Carl. I, I... Sit down, Carl. Look here, Mr. Runyon. You're working for Mar and Van Horn, aren't you? Maybe. Why does that concern you? Oh, I know you're working for him, and I, I think I know why. It's something about Laura, isn't it? Something to do with a gangster named Esther. I'm not in the habit of discussing my client's affairs with strangers. But that's just it. I'm not a stranger. I'm in love with Laura. I wanted to marry me, but... But what? Something's happened to her. She's changed. How has she changed? For one thing, she promised to marry me, but now, now she avoids me. She's in some sort of trouble. That's why Mr. Van Horn hired you, isn't it? Well, isn't it? Why don't you ask her? I did. She laughed at me. Told me to mind my own business. I'm desperate. I love Laura. And there's something else, too. What? Her father and the gambler rest at What about them? There's something between them. I'm sure of it. What makes you think so? Something Estep said to me. You talked to Estep? I told him to leave Laura alone. He said, that old fool doesn't watch his step. He's going to be sorry. What do you want me to do? I want you to get her away from Estep. His influence. You've got to, Mr. Runyon. You've got to. Or what? I might have to kill Estep. Casino? Yeah. I want to speak to Esther. Yeah, who's calling? This is important. It's business. I asked, who's calling? Just tell him the fat man is ready to talk business. Uh, well, just a second. Well, Esther ain't here. What time is he coming in tonight? I don't know. Where can I find him? He's got a house on Farley Street, 410. Thanks. <laughs> don't mention it. Tommy. What? what are you doing here? Same thing you are, looking for Esther. Where is he? I don't know. There doesn't seem to be anybody home. No. No, I don't like this. Neither do I. Look, don't like guys hiding on his front porch. What does he think of guys walking in his front door? He don't like that either. Come on, let's go in. Wait a minute. Don't Fine. worry, Luke won't mind. Unlock. Where's the light? Here. What makes you think... Hello, sweetheart. Remember me, your dream man? They seem to meet in the strangest places. Hey, Luke! Who's boss? He's dead. She killed him. Yeah. How about it, sweetheart? I didn't kill him. He was dead when I got here about ten minutes ago. Why did you come here? I had a date with him. A date? Yeah. I owed him some money. 
Going to pay him. Give me your pocketbook. Here. Where did you get all this dough? That's my business. It's my business now, unless you want to go to the chair. I didn't kill him. I came here to pay him. He's lying there on the floor, dead. Where did you get the money, beautiful? I tore my jewelry. What are you going to do? I don't know yet. Well, I know what I'm going to do. You killed Luke, and I'm going to... Oh, no, you're not! Let go of me, you... This time, I'm going to keep these guns. <laughs> he tried so hard to be a killer. Yeah. Maybe he is at that. What do you mean? What are you talking about? This dead man here. Me? You ain't going to try and pin that on me. Maybe. He would look nice in the electric chair. No, no, I tell you, I didn't kill him. You know I just... How do I know? What were you doing here? Why, I, I came to pick Luke up to take him to the club. Listen, Runyon, you can't frame me. You can't. Why not? We came out here to pay off Luke, and we found you trying to get away from the house. Be a sin. No, no, I tell you, you, you can't. I didn't kill him. Okay, then. Who did? I, I, I don't know if it wasn't her. Unless you want a frame up and a ride to the chair, you better tell the truth, Junior. Okay, okay. I'll tell you the truth. I, I'll tell you anything I know. Who else might have had a reason to kill Esther? Well, there must have been a lot of people. He had a lot of enemies. Yeah. All blackmailers do. There was a young guy, a friend of hers, who threatened him. Carl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the name. Tom. That's right. Where does he live, Laura? Why, he's visiting us. He has a room in a house. Talk some more, punk. What else do you want to know? What's the tie-up between old man Van Horn and Esther? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, Tony. Hand me that phone, Laura. Here. Hey, what are you going to do? Hello, operator. Get me police headquarters. No, no, no. Wait a minute. Hello. Hello, police headquarters. Wait, wait, Runyon. I'll talk. This is Brad Runyon. Yeah. Tell Lieutenant McKenzie there's been a murder out of the 410 Farley Street. No, don't, Runyon, don't. I, I didn't kill Luke. I'll talk. Yeah, yeah, that's right. No, I don't know who did it. Yes. Okay, Junior, talk. Estep and Van Horn knew each other, all right. It was something that happened a long time ago. Where and what was it? Well, I, I don't know what it was, but I know they knew each other in South Africa in a mining camp called Munsterburg. sweetheart. We haven't got too much time. Pretty soon the police are going to start believing that gunman's story, and then we'll have to hand them a murderer. If you don't want it to be you, you got to tell me the truth. All right. Did you kill Esther? No, I didn't kill him. You believe me, don't you? Yeah, I do believe you. Why did you pawn the jewels? Why did you suddenly decide to pay off on the IOUs? Because I was frightened. What were you afraid of? Phone call. What phone call? One I heard Father making yesterday afternoon. He didn't know I was listening. Did you know who he was talking to? Yes. He was talking to Esther. How do you know it was Esther? Because because I heard him say, Esther, if you do that, you'll know you'll ruin me. Where's Carl? Why, he's in his room, I think. And your father, where is he? He's in the solarium. I saw him sitting there in his wheelchair just before you came in. Come on. We've got to find him quick. You don't think... I think he may be in danger. Not Tom. I don't know. <laughs> quick, come on. It's Father. Father, Father. Hold it, Laura. But, 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 but he's hurting. No, baby. He's dead. Dead? Oh, no. 
Somebody pushed his chair over the stairs. Look, see how it's smashed? He must have been flung out of it as he fell. He was murdered? Yeah. Whoever pushed him must still be upstairs. Come on. Where's Carswell? Here, the first door. Ah! Up there on the floor. Yeah. It's the old guy, Arnold. Is he dead? No, he's just been knocked out. Somebody slugged him on the back of the head. See if Carl's in that room. No. No, it's empty. The front door. Somebody's ringing the doorbell. Here, I'll carry Arnold downstairs. We'd better see who it is. But the murderer, he must still be upstairs. Maybe, but I doubt it. He could have jumped out of that window. Hello, Runyon. Well, this is one time I beat you to the punch. I got your murderer for you. Tom. Hello, Laura. No, Tom, no. Yeah, it's him, all right. He confessed. Good work, Mac. Where'd you grab him? Climbing out a window? Well, you nuts, Brad. We didn't grab him anywhere. He walked into headquarters about an hour ago and confessed to killing Esther. You mean he's been with you for the last hour at headquarters? Sure. Hey, what's the matter with you, anyway? He's lying. Don't you see? He's lying to protect me. I killed Esther. I killed him last night. You know you found me with the body. I, I lied to you. Now, what's going on here, anyway? Don't believe her. She didn't kill anybody. I told you I did it. Look, beautiful, if you killed Esther, what did you do with the gun? The gun? Yeah, the gun. He was shot with a thirty-two. Where is it? Why, well, why, well, I... It's no good, sweetheart. You don't have to lie for Tom any more than he has to save you. What are you talking about? They're both lying, Mac. They're lying because they each think the other killed Esther. But neither of them did it. How do you know? Because the murderer just shoved old man Van Horn down the stairs in his wheelchair and killed him. Laura was with me in the library when it happened, and Tom was with you at headquarters. Let me see this other dead guy. There he is, right over there. Yeah. He must have been sitting in his chair upstairs, and the killer gave him a shove from behind. We heard him scream as he went over. Who's this other guy? He's Van Horn's servant. Whoever pushed Van Horn down the stairs hit this guy Arnold on the back of the head. But if it wasn't the girl or boy, who was it? I think this guy Arnold can tell us something when he comes to. Unless... What's the matter, Ryan? I ought a hand in my license, Mac. What are you talking about? The murderer, Mac, the murderer. It's so simple I couldn't see it. Well, who was it? He's right there. Where? On the floor with his neck broken. It's Van Horn. But, Brad, I don't understand. You I... will in just a minute, Mac. <clears throat> Why didn't you want the girl and the boy in here with us? Because she's had a bad shock. There may be more coming. I want to hear it first. But how do you know Van Horn was the killer? How could he be if he couldn't walk? He could walk, Mac, but nobody knew it. Now, unless it's this old boy Arnold. But who shoved this chair down the stairs? Nobody. What are you talking about? The chair was never upstairs. It was sitting at the foot of the stairs all the time. Van Horn left her to go upstairs for something. He couldn't take the chair up with him. The chair has never been off the first floor. He told me the other night that he lived on this floor all the time. He couldn't walk very well, and he must have been weak. But he managed to get up there. And what was he doing upstairs? I'm not sure, but I imagine he was looking for Tom Carr. Why? To kill him, Mac. But why? I don't get it. Look, you said that before Tom came in to confess, he called you up, didn't he? That's right. What did he say over the phone? He said he was coming in to see me about something important. Don't you see? The old man must have overheard him. 
he thought Tom was coming to tell you the truth. He figured Tom had guessed he could walk and had gone to Estep's house and murdered him. He wanted to kill Tom, but the boy got out of the house before Van Horn could safely leave his chair. So that's sir. Yeah. On his way back down the stairs, he was in a hurry, and he must have slipped and fallen all the way down the steps. He smashed into the chair at the foot of the stairs and broke his neck. What? You're okay, Arnold. What happened? Somebody slugged you. Who was it? Van Horn. What happened? You found the empty wheelchair, didn't you? Yes. It, it, it was the second time I'd found it. I knew last night when he was gone that he could walk. So you followed him upstairs, didn't you? Yes. He wasn't around. I started into Mr. Carl's room and suddenly something hit me. He, he was a devil, a demon. I'm glad he's dead. All these years I've kept quiet because he threatened me. What really happened in Africa 25 years ago? His name isn't Van Horn. His real name is Stefan Vernier. He murdered Van Horn and his wife, took their name, the child, and their fortune. Only two of us knew the truth. You and Esther? Yes. Esther was one of his foremen. He blackmailed Van Horn until he was on the verge of ruin. And then he got hold of Laura. I see. Well, Mac, that clears it up. Yeah. So he murdered Esther and then accidentally killed himself. <laughs> You know, Brad, in some murder cases, they just don't need the police. How do you figure that? Well, when a man sells his soul to the devil, the old boy doesn't always wait for delivery. That's what they mean by the devil's due. Yeah. Van Horn sure got his just desserts. Say, speaking of desserts, I haven't had my dinner yet. I spend my life in getting into trouble and getting out of it. But at the same time, I generally manage to get some other people in and out of trouble, too. Be seeing you again. So long. Mm -hmm.